Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you ever do online dating of any sort? No. No Tinder, no Hinge, no none of those? No, did you? Um, I was on Tinder for a while, like six months maybe. Uh-huh. But that's it. Um, the reason I'm asking is because I came across this uh, list of pickup lines that supposedly would work really well if you're going to initiate a conversation on a dating app. Okay. I want to run them by you and tell you, and you tell me if somebody sent this to you, if they would have piqued your interest. Okay. All right. The first one. The, okay. I'm not even. Just I'm, read them. Don't yeah, even qualify. I'm going to provide them with that. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to do them in a different order. So, you know, I'm not, which one I, you don't know which one I'm being dramatic about. Um, the first one, what three emojis best describe you? No, I mean, I'm not attracted to that. Continue. You're not? I would see if somebody sent that to me, I'd be like, huh, that's a good one. I mean, it's not bad, but I'm not like, oh, wow, you are a fascinating and interesting human being. And then you could weed out because you could use that on guys. And then when the, then the guys who respond with any eggplant, you I just was be like, just going to say that. It's like one fil- mind over here. Yeah, it's a filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I make an amazing lasagna. What is your bragworthy signature dish? Cheesy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that one either. Uh, let's not waste a lot of time messaging. Are you free Friday for drinks? First line, out of the gate. No. No. You're a hard nut to crack over there. <laughs> Toilet paper, over the top or along the wall? Oh, that's a great one. It I, is? I'm in. I'm totally in. Yes. Why? Because it's funny and it's a good icebreaker and everyone has a strong opinion on it. So. All right. If you could only have one condiment forever, what would it be? Boring. Really? That to me is the same as the emoji one. I'm like, oh, which one would it be? Like ranch. Is ranch a condiment? It yeah. is. Right. So if you use it for dipping, it's a condiment. That's the most versatile. I would say. I would go. Ketchup is the most delicious. I would go with ketchup. But it's limited. I don't like ranch like you do. Ranch to me is like, and I know there's like strong, like people that like ranch, like love ranch. Yeah. You don't like kind of like ranch. I'm like, eh, eh. If they were to make a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? I also think this is cheesy. Yeah, I don't like that one. Um, But I know what answer I would have. What is it? Blake Lively. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Who would you have play you? George Clooney. <laughs> would you really? Yeah, but I think, I mean, George Clooney would be great because he said, I really like him as an actor, but I think I, I would be more like James Corden. Mm, okay, I can see that. James Corden or um, uh, Ricky Gervais. I don't like Ricky Gervais. I know, but he could play me in a movie. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Um, What's the worst dating app opener you've ever received? Oh. Asking that as your opener. Interesting. 
Um, you might like this one because you like the toilet paper one. Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Yeah. Um, and then why did you swipe right on me? That's a little intense. I hate that one passionately. It's a little intense. Like you're putting who, the, ca who cares? You know yeah, what I mean? Just be glad you got swiped on. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, if you're trying to woo Callie, should toilet paper be over the top or under the roll is the key to her heart. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that I had that backup show with Kevin Gillespie and Simon in the hopper. So when we had those weird technical issues, I had something to distribute. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for milk. T-Bird's going to love that. <laughs> I've been having like a glass of milk before I go to bed, you know, cause I don't know. It just feels like a Christmassy thing to do. And I don't know. I just have been doing that for like two weeks and it like kind of gives me a full belly. And then I go to bed and I'm just like, I, I feel, I don't know. I just like it. So I'm grateful for milk. I really do love the taste of milk. Yeah, so gross. I have in the refrigerator a um, thing of eggnog. Yeah. Why did you buy that? Because when we were having people over before the, we were going to walk over to the Christmas tree lighting, you just dispatched me to Trader Joe's and said, get Christmassy things. So yeah, we could eggnog have a little never counts. Uh, but I don't. I I remember it being really gross, but I think it's probably been it's probably been at least two decades since I've had it. But you don't like the consistency of milk, right? Um, no, I don't like the fact that milk is milk. <laughs> That's what I don't like about it. Okay. Like I don't I if I had like you don't like like that it comes out of udders or udders is just a fancy way of saying nipples. Right. So you don't like that part of it? I just don't like, I don't care for milk. Now, I don't have a problem with dairy. Like, I eat cheese. I, right. I eat the heck out of some cheese. Ice cream, bring it. All of that. That's fine. Butter, I'll eat butter on a stick like it's a popsicle. But milk, for whatever reason, I don't care for it. Huh. Same, like, like I don't hate it with the same passion that I hate raisins. Somewhere T-Bird is shaking her head. Um, but I got this eggnog. So I think um, Ellie and I are going to have an eggnog tasting. Now, you're supposed to put alcohol in that, right? Like it, the eggnog is like just is not alcoholic. But aren't you supposed to add whiskey I'll have to or it. something? I think some people do. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Eggnog to me is like fruitcake. And you know what's funny? My grandmother, my dad's mom, used to have fruitcake at her house every year. The difference is nobody likes fruitcake. But there are people who love eggnog, passionate okay, about their eggnog. I have to tell you eggnog. something. I've never tried eggnog. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll do an eggnog tasting. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one night before bed. We'll have to do, no, 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 because I want Ellie to be a part of it because it seems festive. Yeah. And I feel like we should get those National Lampoon's 
glasses that are the reindeer right. head. Uh-huh. We should just sip it with our pinky up. But um, yeah, we'll do an eggnog tasting. Um, it is Friday. Jeff Dollar, scale of one to ten. How are you doing? Um, I, you know what? I'm. I feel. I feel so. I'm on two different planes. Like one plane, I am on a ten. Like I'm excited that it's Christmas. I am. We're so busy with work stuff. That's really good. Um, things are just things are going really well. So I'm happy about all of that. Uh, but then there's this over. There's like this sense of anxiety that's not just like the, oh, there's things happening because it's busy or whatever. It's almost like this, the weird dread feeling Mm -hmm. and it's driving me nuts. Mm -hmm. It's just driving me crazy. So that brings, that's like a four. So if you're going to average those two, that puts me at a seven, but I'm just choosing to focus on the 10. So that brings me up to like an 8.5 because I'm focusing on the 10. Mm. So 8.5, I sketched that out like a beautiful mind. You did. Yeah. You did. Yep. You going to ask me? Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm like a four. Um, I don't even like know how to say this because I feel silly being so, I don't know, sad about it. But we found out um, last week or no, we found out this week that um, I probably had a chemical pregnancy. Um, last week I took two positive pregnancy tests. And if you have ever gotten a positive test, you know, that regardless of how early it is, your brain just explodes with excitement. And I was so excited and within 10 hours, like daydreaming of the next year of my life, 10 hours, 10 hours, less than that, maybe like within, within 10 minutes of me taking that test, um, took two. Uh, then randomly decided to take a third a week later and it was not pregnant. So, um, the doctor wasn't able to tell me through blood work, whether it was a chemical pregnancy, which is basically like an early miscarriage, um, or two wrong tests, which I have read is like next to impossible. So I'm kind of coming down from the, I thought we were having another baby high and I'm trying to like you know, really, I really do believe that what's meant to be will be for us. But, uh, yeah, there've just been a lot of tears this week. Cause I just feel, well, it doesn't feel like the same as our, our first loss. I just feel this like cloud, this like gray cloud over, over the week. Well, I so. think that, I think the difference is with between our, our, first loss, which was a, I don't know how else to say it, but like a proper, like a, not a proper, but like we, a, we lost a heartbeat. The yes. First time. Right. Yep. Okay. So that happened. Um, at least for me, this, from what I've read and understood about, um, what they call these chemical pregnancies is that's just the cells and the stuff in your body lining up to, get ready to start building a baby. And for whatever reason, they don't line up the way that they should. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, I, of course you're, I understand the sadness in, in the gray cloud, but for me, there is almost a sense of relief that 
if if that it, we didn't make it to seven weeks and have to like see the heartbeat and then go through the correct. loss because that was so it was ter- awful. That was so terrible. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah. That, yeah. That, I'm 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 grateful for that. That might because- be that might be part of like my anxiety too underneath and mm-hmm. and also yesterday was the two year anniversary of my mom passing. Yeah. So I think all of those things are just maybe. Maybe I'm pushing them down, but there's just a lot of loss this week. You know what's so jacked up too is that, and I know that this was like a very, very early loss. I'm totally aware of that. Um, I am also aware that we have Ellie and I am so beyond grateful for her. So know that. I know there are a lot of people struggling with with trying to become parents. Um, so I want to say that to you. But the if I had gotten pregnant and it had stuck – um, <laughs> that baby, the due date would have been the same week as the first baby that we lost. And I told Jeff, like jokingly, I'm like, we are not having children in August. Like we yeah. are, that is not a good month for us. The Jeff uni- is like, the uni- no Leo's in this house. Yeah. Like the universe <laughs> just decided that a Leo is not compatible with this home. No, it is not compatible with my uterus. It is not compatible with this house. It doesn't fit in with us apparently. So Anyways, um, yeah, so I just have a cloud over me this week. I, I wish I weren't as cloudy as I am, but I am. So I'm just being honest about it. And um, yeah, that's this week. Well, um, I can change that energy a little bit by addressing chapter two of the snacks for the delivery drivers. I was a little bit surprised at how many people agreed with you on this. I was shocked that anybody would take your side. I only saw one person that took your side. I can't believe that. A couple of days ago, Jeff was really irritated because he put out a basket, a thank you basket for all the delivery drivers that are working so hard right now and coming to our house. And he saw on the camera that one of our neighbors took some. No, 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 no. I saw out the window. Okay. Sorry. I thought I was it was on the camera. watching. Um, this is just like how much we haven't talked about anything else this week. I'm like so behind. Um, but Jeff was like watching our neighbor take some treats, plural, for himself. And it really irritated Jeff. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like treats are for whoever wants them. And no, over, they're not. I don't for, think no, one person agreed with me. Hang on. They're not for whoever wants them. That's like walking into a restaurant, right? And taking all the little mints that they have on the counter and then walking out. I'm not saying it's not rude or tacky, but anyway, so my point of view was like, whatever, it's the season of giving. If they would like your peanut M&Ms, that's fine, whatever. There's plenty left for everyone else. We can restock it, whatever. And Jeff was like really irritated about it, but apparently so were the rest of you listening to this show because I did not get one message saying, yeah, Jeff was totally overreacting. Everyone was like, no, you stand firm. Neighbors cannot eat your holiday delivery snacks. It's not, okay, it's not for them. I'm with you on the part that it's it's $2 worth of snacks. If that, right. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not the financial. It's not that if the neighbor happened to be walking by and I was outside and he said, Hey, can I have some of that? I would have hundred percent said, absolutely. It was just the fact that he took it upon himself to come up to the front door, go through the basket. They, it, to me, it was just gutsy. And, and we I have was, a gate. So I kind of yeah. get that. Like you have to open the gate to well, walk up the stairs. Yeah. He, here's what happened uh, yesterday to add to the story. I 
watch the dogs go crazy, but I'm in the studio working on something. So uh, I pull up the camera mm-hmm. on the front of the house to see what's going on. And I watch back. I didn't see this happen live, but I watch um, two people walking their dog, an adult and a child, do not recognize them, don't know them, not na- not immediate neighbors, never seen them before. They walk by the house. Then they come back. The kid, probably eight, 10 years old, opens the gate, runs up, takes peanut M&Ms and takes off. Not running, goes back, opens them. And I can see them, the parent and the child eating my delivery driver snacks. So now it has happened twice. So I decide at this point. You take issue with the parent. I take issue at the whole situation. And so I decide at this point that I'm done with snacks for delivery drivers. I'm going to have to. No. F- yes. So I go outside and I and I it's um, uh, like a little plastic tub that I've set it on to make it a little bit higher. And then there's the the uh, stuff is on top of it. And I realize because I taped a sign to the little front of the tub, right? Mm-hmm. That is when I realize that I did not put on the sign that the food was for delivery drivers. The sign said, please help yourself to a snack. Happy holidays. So the kid and the parent were walking by the house, saw the sign that said, please help yourself to a snack. Happy holidays. You walked like a couple steps up and the kid's like, can I go get a snack? I'm assuming the kid's like, can I go get a snack? And the, and the parents like, yeah, go ahead. And so the kid came back and got a snack. The neighbor did the same thing. How you feel now? The neighbor looked at the How sign. How you feel now? Now there's people. Now I've got to go to Costco and I feel like I've got to keep it going. I got to snack up the whole neighborhood from now until Christmas Eve. You know, I'm about to make a friend's reference. And my friend's reference is, <laughs> have you seen the episode where Monica's making the candy? I'm sure I have because you've seen them all 38 times and yeah. I've been in the room. Yeah. And she makes it so the neighbors will like come by and introduce themselves. And then they all riot against her and they're like, where's our candy? Yes. Yeah. I have seen that one. It's a good one. It's a classic. So um, in summation, the candy stealing incident was most likely my fault. In summation, it is 100% your fault. I think it's cool, though, that there are people who are like, hey, we were out for a walk and the guy up the street just has a sign that says Merry Christmas. Have some m ms <laughs> Oh, God bless me. Mm. Bless your heart. Ladies, if it's been in the back of your mind to talk to the man in your life about his care down there, if things are a little less than ideal, but you've been avoiding that conversation because you don't want to bruise his fragile male ego. I got a great opportunity for you. This month, you can have that conversation without saying anything. You're in an incredible window of opportunity because it's Christmas. So you can just stuff your man stocking with something from Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped has products to help men take care of their life below the waist. We're talking about their lawnmower body trimmer, which is the best on the market for, you know, down there. They've also got deodorants and cleansers and toners. Anything you need to make life beautiful below the waist, 
they've got you covered. And you don't have to say anything. All you have to do is buy it, wrap it, and put it under the tree. Let Santa do your dirty work. Know what I'm saying? All right, here's what you got to do. Go to manscaped.com, and when you check out, use the code UPSIDE20. They have got something for the man in your life, I promise. Now, it might not be something you even realize they need yet, but it's there. So go to manscaped.com, browse around, and when you make your purchases, use UPSIDE20 at checkout. You'll get free shipping, and you'll get 20% off your order. Manscaped.com, the code is UPSIDE2020. Looking good and feeling great just got easier thanks to Rothy's. From the unbeatable comfort to the fact that you can wash them, these shoes check every box. You may have heard about the Rothy's best-selling point and flat shoe. In fact, People Magazine named the point the best flat for their first ever Style Awards 2021. They also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, and ankle boots, as well as Mary Jane's, and there's even more. Here's what I love the most. Everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. I have five pair of Rothy's and I am a proud paying customer. Last week, I dug some of my old shoes out of storage and I mindlessly put on a, fair, a pair of flats. Like I haven't worn them in years, right? And I was instantly reminded why I only wear Rothy's flats now. I wore my old flats for like two hours before they started rubbing my heels. And when I finally took them off, I needed to wear band-aids. If you wear flats a lot, you know how rare that is. That's why I love my Rothy's. Rothy's has something for everyone, including the guys. Treat yourself or find the perfect gift for a loved one with their ultra comfortable, washable shoes, bags, and accessories. Win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. With zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and at only 140 calories, Magic Spoon is a delicious and guilt-free way to start your day. All of the deliciousness of those childhood cereals that you remember, but none of the bad health stuff. And you can build a custom bundle from their flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberries, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Bundle those together, get them delivered right to your doorstep. Check this out. Cookies and cream and maple waffle, they are now permanent fixtures of the Magic Spoon offerings. They were just limited edition flavors, but the demand was so great, they brought them back permanently. So if you've been trying to cut down on carbs or sugar or unhealthy food in general, start your day with Magic Spoon cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Number one, if you are struggling to fall asleep, do what the babies do. Number one, have a consistent bedtime. We know this. We we, we did the um, mom's. Have a consistent bedtime like Callie Dollar. 
Right. And, and, <laughs> um, this is what we learned when we did the moms on call sleep training or whatever it's called mm-hmm. with, with Ellie is she goes down at the same exact time every night. And even though she might cry for a few minutes or whatever, she'll fall asleep much quicker. If we keep that time consistent, that's what you're supposed to do as an adult too. I almost said as a human too. So Ellie was not a human as an adult too. No, that's number one. Number two, um, studies have said that taking a hot bath immediately before bedtime has an extreme calming effect. Mm. So do that. Uh, and then number three, I got to say, by the way, about number two, whenever we get our own house and I feel like we're not permanently renters, I'm going to take so many baths. You don't even know. I think it's weird that you don't like to take a bath in a house that we've lived in, lived in for a year because it's a rental tub. It's it so weird. It just we- freaks me out. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't know why. But it's, it's been cleaned. Four dozen, three dozen times, however often, you know, know. like, anywho. Um, So there's that. Uh, Step number two, apply lotion, a scented lotion. And if you can give yourself a little massage while you do it, um, can move your mind to a relaxing state. What? Why are you laughing? (laughs) Nothing. Keep going. Why are you laughing at the apply lotion? (laughs) Just the way you said it. Apply lotion and give yourself a little massage. That's what it says. Give yourself I a little. I know. I just went to the gutter. It's fine. I'm out of the gutter now. I'm oh, back with you. You're perv. And then um, <laughs> finally, uh, reading for 30 minutes. Put your phone down so you don't have that blue light and read a book just like a, like a toddler does before bed. Mm-hmm. And um, those things will all help you fall asleep faster. Uh, number two, uh, here's the problem with us and why we're all fat. It's because we're eating too much. And I pulled this story because I want to tell um, a tale about a guy that I knew, used to know in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Um, it basically says, compared to the 1980s, exercise and activity levels are the same or even a little bit higher right now. So as far as physical activity goes, the average American adult gets the same amount or more, but we're all fatter than than people in the 80s were mm-hmm. of our same age. The reason is- We're all fatter than Richard Simmons. Right. The reason is there's just more food. People are just eating more food. That's mm-hmm. just more food around. So. Uh, eating more food. And I would bet like we're, we have food at our fingertips all the time. Like you can have food delivered in under 10 minutes. Correct. You can have someone deliver yep. gas station snacks to you in under 10 minutes. Correct. With the click of a button. This guy I knew that in Arizona, he he wanted to lose weight. And, but he was terrible at diets and workout plans and stuff. So here's what he did at the suggestion of his doctor. And it worked so well. It was a psychological trick. He would get, he would prepare his plate as he normally would. And it's wasteful. I will say that. But he would prepare his plate as he normally would for for every meal. So if he, if for breakfast, if he had two eggs, bacon and two pieces of toast, he would prepare that breakfast. He would sit down and immediately cut the entire plate in half. So he would prepare two eggs, but he would only eat, he would immediately remove one egg, one piece of bacon and one piece of toast off his plate. And he would put it on the other side of the room or immediately throw it out. And he ate, he took all the food he would normally have, but he took, um, he only ate 50% of it every time. 
to the point where with pizza, he would take like four slices of pizza, if that's how many he normally ate, but he would only eat half of each slice and he would throw the other ones away. The doctor said, do that for 21 days and your mentality will change and you won't be wasting food anymore. You'll just eat less. And it worked. Guy lost like a hundred pounds in nine months. You know, it's really nutty. I started thinking about, you know, cause I've spent the year kind of like dabbling in intuitive eating and stuff like that. And you brought it up with me like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I should really like wake up in the morning and just see if I'm hungry. And if I'm not hungry, don't eat, like just see how my day goes and just eat when I'm hungry and like listen for hunger cues and like whatever. I realized that I mindlessly eat my way through the morning and then that like triggers some sort of hunger for me. When I don't, when I wake up and I'm not hungry and I don't eat, I'm not actually hungry until like 9 a.m. Right. And I get up at like 2.30. So what am I doing? Like, I think that we, Americans in general, I think, overeat. I think we get a plate and then think, oh, I should fill this. And then when you fill it, you're like, oh, I should eat all of this. Like, I don't think that we, I think we're like all off kilter with the way that we think about food. It's well, so weird. Like- I think I mindlessly eat when I'm not hungry, which is crazy, but we all do it. And what's the, um, tell me again what the outcome was of you changing your, on the scale of your changing your morning routine. Oh, cause I just told you this today. Yeah. Um, that I like lost four pounds. Right. Like in like a week and a half of doing this. So let the record show that fat Jeff gives great diet advice. He doesn't take it. But he gave great diet advice. <laughs> I should start. I should start taking my own advice. Um, okay, and then uh, finally, this is. I have to say, by the way, I'm not endorsing not eating. What I was saying is, no, just you- to extra clarify, I was saying I'm just going to eat when I'm hungry instead of just eating when I think I should, and I'm hungry a lot less than I think I am. Yeah, yeah. And I just want. I was not like condoning, like, hey, kids, don't eat. Like that's not what I was saying. But not everybody needs. Not everybody needs the meals laid out the way that the world lays meals out. Like not right. every, for me, my ideal world, I think would involve a really big breakfast and a moderate lunch and probably no dinner. Yeah. Like that would be my ideal thing. Like I would, I would be fine having a big old chunk of lasagna, some garlic knots and a Caesar salad for breakfast. Mm-hmm. That would be my the start of my day. Then at lunch, you know, whatever. And then dinner, I could give it or take it. You know, mm-hmm. dinner for me could be, you know, two cookies, <laughs> like in a carrot. I could that could be what you leave out for Santa. That could be my dinner. And I'm <laughs> fine. Okay. Finally, um, my third random thing. This is kind of sad, but uh, some some uh, psychologists did a test. I don't even know why they did this. This is awful where they had dogs who were not trained to respond to, to emergencies, just like your everyday average dog. And they had the dog's owners fake different emergencies. So a fake heart attack, um, being trapped underneath a bookcase that had fallen over, um, stuff like that. Of all the dogs they studied, zero went and got help. <laughs> so That is not surprising at all. I feel like out of our dogs, Sadie would be like, oh, that sucks. And just like walk away. And then I feel like Lily would bark at you. 
Like, hey, get up. Hey, hey, hey. But I don't think she would like run and get help. Those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert out of Maryland. A Maryland woman has a new project to help the homeless in her community. And this actually started in 2017. Omalayo Adebayo has worked hard. She's been collecting donations and her dream is to build mobile shower units for the homeless community in her neighborhood, which I think is super cool because I think showers are one of those things that you hear about like time and time again as holding people back um, from either going to apply for a job mm-hmm. or just feeling clean, honestly, and feeling like, you know, like I a remember, human being. I remember having so I, I had a friend who used to do a lot of um, homeless outreach and homeless advocacy. Mm-hmm. And he said that one of the biggest gifts that you can give a person who is homeless, um, some of the biggest gifts are a mailing address. Mm-hmm. Because you can't do anything without you can't get a driver's license without right. a mailing address. You can't do that. You can't do that. Get so just a free mailing address mm-hmm. um, somewhere. Uh, shoes. Yep. Like decent shoes because you can go into you know oftentimes and get like a free suit or whatever. So you know clothing or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but shoes like dress shoes and three was um, a shower access to a hot shower so they could you know be clean and, and shaven and then that allows them to go become part of society again with the access to those three things. And socks, by the way. Socks Our friends too, at Bombas taught us that. Yep. Um, so she purchased a two-stall shower unit. There's a toilet in there, and it's called the Neighborhood Well. And um, those who need it can take free hot showers every second and fourth Saturday. Um, and then they also offer toiletries and undergarments. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. She has the nonprofit. They're accepting donations for clothes and stuff like that um, during the winter. And I just thought that was really cool. So, Omalayo Adebayo, you are this week's up. Side, beautiful human. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I did the dumbest thing a couple nights ago, and I just have to give it as a PSA if you're someone that would be dumb like me. Now, I will preface my dumb story by saying Jeff Dollar, not a medical professional, told me a number of years ago that he puts Ambien under his tongue to make it take effect faster. And I don't know if that is true. It feels true it is. for it, me. It came from a doctor. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah, it came from, from a doctor because I, when I used to take Ambien, I would take such a tiny low dosage of mm-hmm. it. Like I would get the smallest pill and, and break it into thirds. Yeah, that's what I usually take. And... um. So there would be some time, like I would get really, when I used to have to get up at the same similar hours that Callie did, I was once telling my doctor, I'm like, this is in the summer, I can't fall asleep, blah, blah, blah. He's the one who told me to try Ambien, I did. And then um, over a couple of the course of a couple doctor's appointments, he said, one thing that you can do is just 
because you take such a tiny amount, put it under your tongue, and you can, it's sublingually, it absorbs into your system faster. You'll fall asleep faster. Worked like a charm. Works for me too. Love it. We were out of Ambien. So I decide I'm going to take a Benadryl because we have Benadryl and they're these little tiny, you know, pills, whatever. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I really wanted to go to bed because I was late going to bed. Got to get up early. I put it under my tongue. Now, I don't know if anyone else has ever tried to either chew or let Benadryl dissolve in their mouth, but don't do it because there is an active ingredient in Benadryl that is a numbing agent. And I did not know that. So I put it under my tongue. My tongue starts to burn, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm more than halfway done. I'm gonna keep going with it, even though my tongue- I'm gonna ride this wave. I'm gonna ride this wave. These are the thoughts that are going through my brain when I'm past my bedtime. Then I text Jeff, he's like down in the studio and I'm in our bedroom and I'm like, I can't feel my tongue. Like I, I'm freaking out. So I take to Google and of course the first thing that comes up is like some sort of quote unquote medical chat room where someone is like, you're going into shock and you're about to die. Like that that was literally the first, second and third thing I read. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, this is not helpful. And probably not that. I'm like, hopefully I'm not going to die. If I am, there's nothing I can do about it now. So isn't it great the way people diagnose stuff on on the internet? They're like, I'm going to scroll until I find a diagnosis that I'm comfortable with. (laughs) Right. Which is what I was doing. So I left the chat room thing. I go back and I'm like, why does Benadryl make your tongue numb? And apparently it's because it has a numbing agent in it. I did not know that. So if you were ever thinking, oh, I can't swallow a pill, but maybe I'll chew it. Or you were going to give one to your child, but they cannot swallow pills. Don't do it. It feels so uncomfortable. I was like practically drooling on myself. Hey guys, it's Liz. I am cracking myself up listening to you because Jeff's talking about the microwave and it whirring and Callie's like, what is that word? And I find myself going, and then Jeff's like, you know, whirring, and I'm falling over laughing while I'm trying to drive to work. Love you guys. Hope you're having a great day. Maybe keep Ellie out of the kitchen when you're cooking in the microwave. Story worth is one of my favorite gifts to give during the holiday season because it checks a few things off my list and it allows me to give a meaningful gift while also collecting family stories for future generations to have for years to come. When you sign up for Story Worth, you can choose the date you want to have the subscription sent so it won't spoil the surprise. Each week, StoryWorth will email a thought-provoking question to the recipient with questions that you pre-chosen from an extensive list of options. There are questions like, what's the bravest thing you've done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After a year of the person you love answering these questions, StoryWorth compiles all of their answers and makes them into a book. You can order as many copies as you want, and you can choose to add photos if you want to. I gifted a subscription to my dad a few years ago. And what I love the most is that our kids will have those stories. And truly, the questions are things that I would have never thought to ask or record on my own. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love a most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Hey guys, so I feel strangely strong about this. I think it is so weird that neighbor Donnie was just like walking this dog and saw some free water and some free M&M's and was like, oh yeah, hey, cool, free snacks. 
even though it is labeled for the delivery drivers. I think that is weird AF, and <laughs> I can't get over it. And, Callie, I need you to be on my side. I feel like we're always on the same team, but today we're not, and this is weird, and I need you to get it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Also, the car wash is a bad idea. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Natalie from Georgia. This is my first time calling, and I absolutely had to because I cannot with your neighbor that sold the snacks for the delivery drivers. That is so rude. I walk my dogs all the time, and I wouldn't dream of walking on my neighbor's porch and stealing snacks. Oh, my gosh. Love you guys. Hi, this is Christy from Louisiana. I'm calling to say I'm totally team Jeff on the neighbor taking the snacks. Totally wrong. Um, I'd be mad too. I think Jeff's in the right to be upset. So um, just letting you know, team Jeff on that one. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Patty. I had to stop. I'm sitting in Atlanta traffic listening to today's episode, and I heard the tree tip about putting bells on the branches. And I think my mom was way ahead of the curve in the 1980s because I had the habit of running away whenever we were in public places and hiding from her. So she strung jingle bells into my shoelaces as a child. And anytime I went to run away or if I was hiding and laughing, she could hear the bells on my shoes ringing and that is how she kept track of me. So pretty uh, ingenious 80s parenting right there. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Hey, guys, this is Karen. I'm listening to the end of today's episode about the car wash, and I think that is an epic, epic gift. I'm a mom of three kids. I have a minivan that has strange smells because my children leave everything in it. If my husband had arranged for me as a Christmas gift of like a mobile car detailing to come and to clean my car, he would get husband of the year. If I just came home to an amazing clean minivan. So I think Jeff, you're onto something, not just a gift card, but actually arranging it and getting it done. Hands down, best gift ever. Thanks you guys, have a good one. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter and two pennies. How much money does he have? Jay broke. <laughs> <laughs>